1: Low prices and prompt shipping. You can find our web store at www.discountgamesinc.com. Welcome
0: to Chain Attack. I'm your host, Trevor, and I am currently playing run like 40 of Slay the Spire on my iPad.
1: Wow. So
0: <laughs> that's probably not, that's a little exaggeration, but um, I have been playing it basically nonstop since it released on the iPad.
2: Well, uh, I will be like a virgin because I am a virgin with this game. <laughs> and I've downloaded onto my iPad and I'm going to i uh, be exploring it uh, when I go camping this weekend. So I'm looking forward to it. And I'm Jay, if I didn't say that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, and I'm Josh, and I have like an on-again, off-again relationship with Slay the Spire, just for the record. I don't oh, think oh, I've my. played it 40 times. I mean, I'll play it for a few nights in a row, and then I'll just be like, I hate this game. <laughs> and I will cast it aside. And then, I don't know, like a month or so later, I'll be like, oh, maybe I
2: should boot that up. And yeah, but it's see. on your iPad now, Josh, which I hear. Oh, that's
1: it, true.
0: Truthfully, I don't really play it on the computer. I, I look at it. I think about it, but I never really did. The moment it was on my iPad and I could play it till four in the morning in my bed where I should be asleep, um, I began doing that. Um, so,
1: yeah. Okay. I, I, I could see that going differently then.
0: Yeah, it it went poorly, honestly. Um, I've not <laughs> slept well since last
1: Friday ish.
2: <laughs> yeah, I did you did you know that it released before I said that in our uh, um, Discord?
0: No, uh, or yes, I so I bought it before you mentioned it in Discord. However, I did not know that it had recently released. What happened was you guys mentioned Cultus Simulator being seven dollars on the iPad. So I log onto my iPad, go to the apps, and I look at Cultus Simulator, and it's like, you know, blaring out to me, it's like recommended Slay the Spire. And I'm like, Oh, I didn't know that was on iPad. Well, I'll just throw that in the bundle. We'll buy both at the same time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you fool.
0: <laughs> and so um and then I like, well, let's we'll play a little game of Slay the Spire before we get into Cultus Simulator. And, um, yeah, that was the last that I saw of Cult of Simulator. I have not played it yet. I have played Slay of the Spire for the last four days, five days, uh, basically nonstop. In fact, my wife and I are introducing our daughter to Attack on Titan. And, um, I, I'm missing big chunks of it because I can't, you can't watch a, you know, subtitled series <laughs> while playing a card game. On an iPad at the same time, your attention must be on one or the other. And um, I've already seen the episodes we're covering because we watched it a long time ago. uh, But we haven't seen the newest stuff, so I'm trying to catch up and see that stuff. And uh, yeah, so I've been playing Slay the Spire while they've been watching Attack on Titan. And I'm pretending that I'm watching. (laughs)
1: Uh, Okay, well, I'm giving a brief cult of Simulator update, which is that my last run ended a couple nights ago. And it broke my heart so hard that i'm I'm currently broke up with cultus
2: simulator oh wow what 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 happened
1: i th- i like i feel like I was close to winning, and then I just like i had a unexpected turn that i couldn't i I, I couldn't figure out how to get the prevention in place like I was basically a god among men jay, mm. and it was a detective run, and
2: mm-hmm. then I was
1: like you're dead to me cultist <laughs> it's
2: a lie i'll
1: be back <laughs> so, soon. but like i was so mad
2: you'll appreciate this uh <laughs> josh so i'm i'm i i, I did a detective a cop run on on cultist simulator and like i just i i caught all of the people who could possibly be cultists for me i believe
1: i basically loved that <laughs> Something did you like? Did you go looking for for recruits? And it was just like, uh, what does it give you? Like mistaken identity or whatever? Yeah, like it yeah, yeah. Basically exhausted the deck of possible cultists.
2: Yes, <laughs> yes. So I need, so I restarted it, and like I'm, I'm, you know, middle way. Maybe I, I guess I don't know how long a game is, but I'm, I'm a fair ways into the game, and I re, I need to rename my um. My character, because right now I think he's named Vic Mackey uh, f- from The Shield. Uh, but I needed to rename <laughs> him <laughs> Kenneth Starr, because <laughs> I have been literally investigating the same person the entire game. So did you do that on purpose? Like you're Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, you're just
1: like milking the tentative evidence over and over again? Uh,
2: well, no, he might be guilty. No, I don't, be guilty. I don't even... Oh, don't. you don't even go that far. Yeah, I just I just keep investigating this suspicious individual aka the Clintons. <laughs> and I I could have, you know, brought charges a long time ago, but instead I'm just going to put them in prosecutorial hell for forever.
0: <laughs> so, uh while uh, I have okay. not played Cultist Simulator, my wife t- turned to me today and she said, "I need a new game."
2: <laughs> oh. <well.
0: laughs> wow. And she normally, with her iPad, she normally plays what I would call idle games or clicky games. The stuff that, Mm -hmm. you know, farming, uh, Farmville would be an example of of a clicky game. That's the style of game she normally plays on her iPad. And that's not the game she plays on her computer or on the Xbox. I don't know why she chooses to play them on her iPad, but that's what she does. So, she kind of, she was playing this clicky game, and she kind of looked over at me, and you could, you could tell on her face that she was just sick and tired of, You know, logging in every six hours to see whether or not the, you know, sugar factory had completed and, you know, whether or not the bricks had been made. She was just done with it. And I said, well, let's take a look. And and, um, I had to delete a bunch of stuff because she has an iPad Air 2, which is about seven or eight years old, I guess, at this point. And, um, it's only 16 gigabytes. And so, like, there's very little space. So we went through and deleted a bunch of stuff. And I, I started installing some games. And I was looking through the stuff that I'd that I bought on our family account. And I'm like, Oh, hey, Cultist Simulator. I'm like, boop, hit download. I wait until it downloads. I start it up and I hand it, I just hand it to her. And I said, I said, there's, there is no, tu- there is no tutorial. Here you go. Good luck. And I just, and then I just kind of watched because in a way it's a clicky game too.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's that's a fair description actually.
0: And so I'm just like I just sit there and you know watch her just and and she she starts getting angry at one point because (laughs) there's no tutorial, you know, and there in the lower right hand corner there's two buttons a pause button and a play button on the iPad. Mm -hmm. And and I knew you could pause it from our discussions, um, but she didn't know that and she hadn't noticed those buttons and she's just like oh man. She's like, I don't know, I don't this is this is pissing me off. She's like these things are disappearing before I can even read about them and I can't keep up. And and she's still in her first game, you know, there wasn't really that much, but she was trying to read everything and I'm like I'm like, Well you can pause it and I reached over and I paused it and then she sat in the pause screen for probably twenty minutes, just reading through all the cards that are sitting there. And (laughs) anyway, I have no clue how it's gonna turn out. That's currently what she's doing upstairs right now. I was
1: hoping you would say she murdered you first.
0: uh. (laughs) Well, she's probably doing that too. You know, she's probably named one of the characters. Mm, She's trying to murder murder that person. (laughs)
2: Yes. (laughs) She can put you in the cupboard to be her prisoner. Yes. To be a sacrifice. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yes. I have no idea what
0: you guys are talking
1: about.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Basically, literally, what I said is (laughs) what happens in the game. Uh, Brian's actually he's he saw me playing it and he's like what's this <laughs> and, uh, and it's actually Brian also kind of likes puzzle games or clicky games etc and so he's he's farther along in it than I am um, so yeah um, Josh I feel like now is the time for you to uh, try to work those chill master muscles and uh, encourage people to back us on patreon
1: Well, I mean, this is the kind of exciting discussions that you can get if you become a Patreon backer at the brigade level. You know, we have three levels of, uh, Patreon, uh, backitude. I don't know what's the, anyway, I don't know what you call that.
0: That that is what it is now. It's a
1: backitude. (laughs) (laughs) You can back us at the basic level where you'll get access to a bonus and, uh, normal episodes one week early. You'll also get that at the brigade level, but you, at the brigade level, you also get access to sweet prizes once a month and also, uh, access to the discord chat where all this kind of stuff gets discussed and encouraged and madness occurs, you know, before it ever hits the airwaves. I will
0: mention that we discussed Cultus Simulator and graded it during a bonus episode, so those of you who have no clue what we're talking about, that would be a good opportunity for you to find out more.
2: Okay, so uh, real quick before we dive into the meat of this episode, uh, let's real quick mention visit discountgamesync.com for your gaming needs, um, Some some stuff that... Is coming up that's exciting is Lumineth, uh, a, a new box set for Age of Sigmar that lots of people are excited about. Uh, lots of people are saying that they're excited about this box. <laughs> and <laughs> also the uh, launch of Ninth edition for 40k. Uh, as always, you can email me at j at discountgamesinc.com for pricing on uh, these Games Workshop items that, that we can't advertise, other than advertising right now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just call it Voldemort Pricing again, Jay. That's Voldemort
2: Pricing, yes. Okay, uh, so we're going to talk about a game that, that I'm pretty fond of, Trevor doesn't know much of anything about, and Josh basically bounced off of. Um, so, I, I was introduced to this game by a god among men, one Tony Riccio, one year when I went to Adepticon, I think it was the last time that Adepticon actually happened, is is when he kind of got me into this game, and Tony is... Kids,
1: ask your grandparents about conventions.
2: Yeah, about what Adepticon was, low these many years. <laughs> uh, and so, Tony is kind of a... his he he is very self aware of the fact that his drug of choice is card games and that's his uh, preferred um thing that he likes to hit and so he he's played a bunch of different ones uh likes a bunch of different ones and uh, one that he, there were two that he was um that were at the time kind of his his two favorites and one was gwent which um i've actually uh, never tried, but I've had lots of friends say that they love it, um, and lots of friends say that the art in it is amazing.
1: Yeah, I've uh, played a little Gwent. I think I'm not smart enough for it.
2: <laughs> Interesting, okay. <laughs> um, and the other one was Eternal, and uh, Eternal is uh, the one that we're going to talk about. So this is basically an online collectible card game, uh, similar to... Uh, Hearthstone is obviously kind of the the, the behemoth in the the market. Although uh, Gwent, I guess, would be another example, right?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think both.
2: And in some ways,
1: uh, well, would you call Slay the Spire a CCG? Kind of. No, no, I you would wouldn't.
2: Not. What no, would you call it?
0: It's a. It is a.
2: A
1: roguelike like. Uh,
0: a a rogue like um, deck builder. Would be okay. what I'd
1: call it. Okay. All right. All right.
0: There, There is no packs. I don't buy anything and collect anything. Um, there's DLC, but there's not. You don't buy a pack and look for rare cards like you would in um, uh, um, Hearthstone.
1: Oh, I know the other one I was trying to think of. There's one called Legends of Ruin Terra that is apparently my younger brother's <laughs> current obsession. Hmm. And, so. There's and plenty there's, of them out there, I guess. Yeah,
2: there will occasionally be another one, uh, some that pop up. Um, there was one that I can't even think of the name of it right now, but Richard Garfield, um, came out of, with one that was kind of inspired by Dota, I believe. And, um, it was fun, but anyways, so eternal. Um, so I guess first off, what, if anything, do you know about this game, Trevor?
0: Um, I found out today when I was downloading Cultist Simulator to my wife's iPad that I have downloaded it to my iPad at a previous point because it's listed <laughs> in my purchases. But I okay. honestly, um, I don't know if I actually started it up. I'm guessing that if I did download it and try it, it was at Tony's um, encouragement. So same as Jay. Um, and I it's think very that possible. I
2: encourage you to after... Um... After he encouraged me to.
0: Um, that's possible, but I'm pretty sure he actually was the first yeah, one. Yeah, it could be. Um, he, came, he logged into Hearthstone one day and just and saw me and he said, you should play this. And and honestly, I don't recall ever opening the app. Uh, I think I might have played the tutorial, maybe. But I honestly don't remember. Because it, w- it would have been at least a couple years ago, I'm guessing.
2: Sure, yeah, yeah. So let's, let's talk a little bit about some of the core mechanics, some of the key differences, etc. And so, um, obviously, Magic the Gathering is kind of the progenitor of all of these games.
1: Such a cool word.
2: <laughs> and, you know, I I had a great love for Magic the Gathering when it first came out, and I played a lot of it, and it was revolutionary for its time, but in my it's, opinion... It's past its prime. Yeah, like, it it just...
0: It has some mechanics that I, I absolutely abhor, and I'm surprised it's still going strong. But I mean, it was so unique. But yeah, I'm I'm in agreement.
2: So I i I'll, we'll do a quick digression. Uh, on on I have theories on this. Okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> on why it's on why it's still popular, or yeah, yes, yes. Okay.
2: Basically, I have I have two main theories. Um, first one. This is going to be is, another
1: one of your theories where you're like. Human beings are terrible, and they
2: only like garbage. Um, well... Okay, I have three theories on this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give me your two real theories. <laughs> okay, so the first one is... Uh, basically just the, the first-to-market um, effect.
1: Yeah, strength of incumbency.
2: Yes. Uh, and the, the second one is... Uh, basically, there's kind of like this... I the first thing that popped in my head was virtuous cycle, but it's more of a unvirtuous cycle, maybe um, of like between the card owners or the, yeah, the, the people who own cards and the games for owners and the market of the cards. There's kind of like this cycle of there's all these people who are incentivized to have millions and millions of dollars worth of cards retain their value. And, Like, the, the game. Too big
1: to fail. Oh, interesting, yeah.
2: Well, like, the, the game store owners, like, there's a lot of game store owners who, um, you know, they, they want magic to keep succeeding because it makes them buckets of money. Um, and, like, the, the people who, like, there's so many people who stay in magic because they've, because they have logical fallacies in their brain of, like, well, I've already, you know sunk cost loss or like i've i've already right. invested so much money into this game or like i i need to make sure that there's 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 lots of people who will try to get their friends playing magic because they want to be able to play magic etc um and they they don't want their investment to be worth nothing and so there's all these people who are basically even though there are better games um they work to keep magic alive and healthy because they there's a financial incentive that all these people have for that to be the case. So those are my three main theories. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: I'm sure we're currently offending, you know, half of our listenership and the other half are agreeing with
2: it. I won't
1: lie. I mean, I would happily play a game of magic, especially a draft. And for me, I'm pretty sure it's nostalgia because magic filled the gaping hole in my heart. When my, now wife, but then girlfriend, dumped me in high school. Like, yeah, like that's how, that's what I filled the void with. So, you know, I have a lot of emotional investment in it still.
0: The funny thing is, is I probably hate the game as much or more than Jay. And I've played it less than both of you. Um, but I would, if somebody invited me to come, you know, let's we're going to break up in a box and play a draft, I would show up. Right. You know, it's just, right. it's not a game that I want to collect. It's not a game that I want to get involved with the, the greater meta of. So, and I, you know, truthfully, when I look at Eternal, because um, I just pulled up the website and looked at the cards and they look very familiar. Clearly, I, I mm-hmm. remember. I remember doing this, um, although I don't know, I must have only played through parts of the tutorial. Um, but it, it's the collectible aspect that turns me away from this, which is funny because. I've spent a lot of money on Hearthstone and I don't know why I keep spending money on Hearthstone um but I refuse yeah, to I spend mean, it in other places.
2: So here's this is going to end up being one of my main pitches for Eternal is that if you like Hearthstone but you want to be able to be competitive, have good decks, etc at and maintain being able to to be good in this game etc or have good decks um this is a game that is much significantly less expensive than hearthstone is and and i I think that it's fairly conceivable that you could do this free to play the the whole time um so we'll, we'll get to that later but that's that's a quick thing to note about this game so with magic it has five colors and artifacts and then you play lands lands have colors um and that gives you colored mana that you then use to play spells and the the spells generally will have like you you know if you're going to play the shivan dragon you have to have two red mana and four mana of any color so that's kind of the core mechanic of it um kind of on the other sorry um,
0: say that again how does that differ from normal magic
2: that, sorry, that's what magic. No, that, that is magic. That is oh, magic. Oh, I'm sorry, I thought
0: that you were describing.
2: No, I'm, I'm describing, I'm gonna describe a few core mechanics in different games and then come back to my, to Eternal. Okay. Okay, so that's, that's magic. Um, another Hearthstone, which, there are a lot of things I like about Hearthstone. Um, I, I think that the mechanic where you don't have, um, resource cards in your deck, and you just get one, um, mana. Is is a good mechanic, um, and and the but kind of the downside of it is that um, so the way that that Hearthstone works is you you pick your class, you know whether that's priest or rogue or etc. and you have there's generic cards that everyone can use, and then there are um, cards that are specific to being a shaman or specific to being a priest, etc. Right, and so if you if you make a, a sh- a shaman deck, it's gonna have shaman cards and it's gonna have neutral cards, but you can't have any priest cards, you can't have any warrior cards, etc. Um and one of the things that's kind of fun about magic is that you know you can make any color combination you want, um, or a single color a monocolor deck, etc. In
1: theory.
2: In theory, sure. Um and so, you know, that's one of the, the key differences. So now the way that Eternal works is you do have you have um, basically influence and mana and and usually it's kind of the same thing but let, let me kind of explain how it works so um, let's let's say that um, I, I draw a card the, the basic effectively uh, land they call it something different but it will be you you gain one influence of your faction and you gain one mana of that faction um and when when you play a card it has basically an influence threshold and then it has a mana cost um but you all your all of your mana is effe- is effectively um colorless and so um the reason why this is important is to use a um an example of um, uh, from, from magic. Let's say that I'm playing magic and I'm playing red green. I play a mountain and I play a forest. Um, in my hand, let's say that I have two giant girls, which is a, a, a one cost green spell that gives plus three plus three or a lightning bolt. Uh, it's a red spell that does three damage. Um, so in, um, in magic, if I can tap my mountain for that red mana and I can play my lightning bolt, but I can only do that once. I can, I can't play a lightning bolt twice because I only have one red mana. In, if I play the, um, the red faction and the green faction in eternal, I have two colorless mana and I have one red influence and I have one green influence. So if I have, Two red cards that that have a requirement of one red um, of that faction. Um, I could play both of those red cards because I'm meeting the requirement of having one red influence. And then you just have to spend the colorless mana on. Um So I don't. Does that make does that explanation make sense to you, Trevor? or Do you have any questions on how that works?
0: Okay, so. Um... The mana is colorless, but the influence is not. Where does the influence come from?
2: Usually it's from playing lands. So when, when you play a land, it will, like the basic land will have one influence and of a color, and then it will add a colorless mana.
0: Okay, so if I wanted to play a card that had, say, um, three red influence, and I had three colorless mana, but I only had two red influence and one green influence, I would not be able to play it.
2: Correct, yes and there are there are cards that that can add either mana colorless mana into there or there are ones that can just um add additional influence of a certain color um or there's ones where you can um add t- two different colors of influence if you play this certain type of land you know it's it's not called a land but etc right similar to a dual land in magic
0: um, so as I'm looking at these cards, they have a num- a big number in the upper left-hand corner, and then some faction symbols across the top. The the number in the corner must be the total amount of mana. Mm-hmm, yes. And then the two symbols, or the one symbol, is the 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 minimum number of um, influence that they would have to have to be able to play the card. Correct. Yes. Okay.
2: Yep. So uh, let's real quick, we can talk a little bit about different gameplay things that you can do. So obviously there's a tutorial that you have. When you, um, when you first get in, um, there is free to play. Um, the, one of the nice things is each day, the first time you win either a casual match or a competitive match, um, you get one free pack. Um, there is also, there's expansions you can buy where, uh, you can, you, you buy the expansion, you basically, um, they, they have different scenarios where you get a pre-constructed deck you're playing against another pre-constructed deck and when you when you win that matchup uh, it unlocks cards that are now yours to um, be able to to play use when you're doing deck building um, so that's another style they do have drafting uh, one of the nice things about drafting is and and this again gets back to so first of all when when we talk about this being a, a fairly inexpensive game to collect um first of all the the free pack a day is nice another thing that's important with it is that if you do a draft um you get to keep all of the cards that you drafted in in the draft once the draft is done it's added to your collection for you to have permanently
1: wouldn't that just compel me to make terrible draft decisions (laughs) <laughs> I mean I'm talking about me personally I, I i do not know, not know. I don't know
0: <laughs> Josh. Here's a little hint you make poor draft decisions, regardless. I don't think that this part <laughs> matters
2: um <laughs> they they also have puzzles that you can can work through and get rewards, and then they also have a gauntlet, which is uh you play against the a i and as you it the a i gets harder and harder and as you um if you defeat the final boss, you get a grand prize. Um, so, those are those are some of the, the play variants that you can do in it.
0: So let's talk a little bit about combat then, because in um, in both Hearthstone and Magic, there's some some subtle differences between combat. I mean, at the core, it's it's very similar, but um, the damage stays in Hearthstone; it doesn't in in Magic. Um, what what? How does combat work in Eternal?
2: So it's. Um I'm, I'm having kind of a blank on this. I'm pretty sure that the, the damage on monsters heals each round. Okay. Um but basically I, I I have one attack phase is if I'm the active player. Um they I'll declare who's attacking, and I, I can't pick um certain monsters to attack, I just declare that I'm attacking. Um my opponent can uh, you can you can only have so my Blocker cannot block multiple creatures, but I can have two of my creatures gang block one of their creatures to try to add additional um, damage, and then the attacker will decide who he's so, damaging first, etc. Right. So
0: more like uh, magic than like Hearthstone.
2: Yes. Yes. Um, what other What other questions do you have about?
0: I'll be honest, this is becoming more and more familiar as we talk about it. True, um, yeah. I, I have to believe that last year, sometime or the year before, um, probably before I started my master's degree, I probably played the game, probably never against people, probably only the AI tutorials, and I think there's quite a few.
2: Um,
1: yeah, because they walk you through like a big old long story on the
2: tutorial. Yes.
0: Well, then there's, like, if I remember right, there's like an unlock thing that you go through. Like You can unlock... Uh, new characters or something. Yeah. I, uh-huh. I don't remember. I just remember I it's it's becoming more familiar to me. I think I played quite a bit of it for probably a week and a half or two weeks um, doing just those AI based things. Um, and then probably school, I'm certain, got in the way and I probably didn't pick it up again.
2: Yeah, and I mean, the so the the free... One of the things that's nice about the game, in my opinion, is that you can download the app for free. You can go through all these introductory things and kind of get a sense on if this is a a game that is gonna stick with you or not. Um, before you're, you decide if if you are the type of person who who likes doing uh, the in-app purchases, then then you can. Um, and and I'll also say that they're every time like a, a new set comes out, they're the bundle they have um for the new set is pretty reasonably priced compared to other um games like this.
1: So that's that- pretty good positive spin there because i for me it was the the kind of the walking through tutorials and all that unlocking it kind of is what got me Turned less off. interested yeah okay but now it's like maybe that did what it was supposed to do <laughs> sure, yeah Yeah.
0: <laughs> so you have said that a couple of times about how you feel like this is more just cheaper to collect than others mm-hmm. um and I, I don't have any frame of reference because I don't know the cost, but I will say that one of my complaints about most modern digital card games is for collectible is the cost. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Every time I look at a pack of Hearthstone cards, I'm like, I am literally buying digital bits off of their server. I'm not buying anything. They've already created all these. I realize that they need money to um, continue their process. But to me, it feels like that there is no secondary market, there's no collections as far as right. I can't I can't buy a card off of some guy, I can't trade my cards with anybody, and so they have basically um, pushed the market to a specific cost per card. And I feel like Hearthstone is more than Magic because because that digital part of it maybe. I don't you know. are
1: correct though, for the record.
0: I haven't counted, I don't know what the cost per card is I, I haven't worried about it until this conversation just right now, but the truth is, is I look at it and I'm like, it feels like it costs me more to play Hearthstone per card than it does Magic. Now, truthfully, my, my my collection is a little more protected in that I'm not going to, you know, the card's not going to be destroyed, I'm not going to lose it, no one's going to steal it from okay, me.
2: You're stolen. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I'm not going, I, but I also can't trade it on the secondary market for cheaper cards. Right. Right. You know, in fact, the best I can do is disenchant it and then create new cards, which I, I'm not going to mock their disenchanting system because I think it's amazing. Um, and I'm glad they have it. But I, every time I look at Hearthstone, I'm like, man, this is a lot of money.
1: Yeah.
0: So cheekily, <laughs> I pay a lot less for Hearthstone than I think I would if I were playing competitive magic by a significant amount.
2: Yeah, that's probably true as well. Um, yeah, I mean, it, one, I guess this is a, a new topic, but, um, honestly, I, I don't, f- it, it kind of feels like an, another reason why magic isn't going to get unseated is that it's just like, it just seems like it's smarter to go with the di- the digital solution instead of the physical one. There's, there is a, there's something nice and there's something special about being able to get with your friends in person and play magic. But there's also something nice about uh, being able to play a game of eternal at 1am in your underwear in your bed um, or not having to go to a game store and catch the Rona. So
1: <laughs> you
2: are speaking some very appealing points here.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's it is the reason why I play Hearthstone is because I can play a game of Hearthstone, you know, when I go to the bathroom at work. I can't. Right. I would never be able to do that with Magic. Um, right. So you know, and Hearthstone happens to be the flavor of choice that I play right now. But that's not right. because I actually like some of the mechanics. I don't like some of the decks that are out there, and the, those decks change each time a new you know, right. big release comes along. They're not necessarily fun to play against. Here's my next question, though. How much of Eternal in competitive play, I guess, in, in the latter play, is relying upon old, what I would like to call the ultra rares? You know, the things in Magic that you have to have a, set, a play set of four. Yeah, and, I mean,
2: and, yeah, that's a good question. Um, I mean, honestly, I've played i've i've done a lot more competitive play in hearthstone than i have in eternal um partially because it's i've spent so much time on like some of the a i stuff et cetera that i haven't delved as much into the competitive stuff um and so i i'm like a accumulate i i will a lot of times i'll i'll play like a a casual game during once a day and and get my pack um but i haven't delved as deep into like trying to make my way up the ladder so to be determined i i have friends who who have done that and have have said that it's a very enjoyable process but you know i don't know
1: your mileage may vary
2: yes exactly
1: does
0: it, does it have a similar crafting system to what um hearthstone has
2: uh yeah i think i believe so
0: okay because i think that um i did play I played Hearthstone when it first came out, and then I didn't, I stopped playing it because of the difficulty of finding rares. And then I didn't come back for several years, um, until we all kind of jumped back in at a similar time, and I've continued playing, and I know Josh has as well, but, um, the crafting system has made that possible. If I had to buy, you know, if I needed that one rare to play that one deck, and I needed to continue buying packs until right. I found it, I just I would I would be out again, and that is why I don't play Magic because I don't really want to have to assemble those things. It's just it's too much mental effort um, and financial effort and all the other things.
2: Well, and so I have um, I, I I just double checked you can do that in Eternal, and and honestly, like one of my issues with Hearthstone is that um, it it also just kind of feels like so. I've invested a fair bit of money into Hearthstone, but I feel like it's, it's been a while since I played, right? And I feel like if I came back to the game, that I would have to invest some pretty large chunks of money into this in order to be able to play competitively. And so if anytime you like fall away from the game, then it's like super expensive to get back into Hearthstone. And my belief or hope is that that's going to be less so the case uh, in Eternal.
0: Yeah, it feels like with Hearthstone, if you don't keep up with it, it it takes a bit to get back in. If you keep up with it, I feel like, you know, the... I don't play super competitively, I'll I'll admit that, but it feels like the the pre-release package that they provide for you with each expansion, if all you did was bought that and just and then just played games and used the rewards you got from quests and from arena, et cetera, et cetera, to reinvest. Even as a crappy player, you would have enough cards to um, build your competitive decks. Um, do you think that's right, Josh?
1: I do. I mean, I, I'm trying to think. I feel like I took a break from Hearthstone for basically like one set, you know, for half a year or whatever. And when I came back, I, I mean, I basically just like – dispel or disenchanted all of my cards and and was able to get essentially right back into competitive levels you know yeah see
0: i i don't do that i always tell myself that i'll play wild so that i, I don't ever disenchant any of the old stuff um but that's a lie i've never played a game of <laughs> wild in my entire
1: life yeah i admitted to myself that wild is too rich for my blood because wild if you're gonna play wild competitively then yes what we just described is what your life would be you are like Spending scads of money all the time to make sure that you have all the cards. Right. I, yeah. I believe.
2: Yeah.
0: Or, or you've been playing it that way the whole time and you've right, just yeah. collected over the years.
1: yeah. Right. Exactly.
2: exactly. Uh, one other thing to, I guess, two quick, quick points on it. Um, the, actually, just one. We'll, we'll do the other one later. Um, the, great. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, both the, Computer, phone, and iPad implementation, in my opinion, are very well done. Um, that probably seems like a, a minimum uh, requirement at this point for, for these games, but um, that that is the case. It does check off that box.
1: <laughs> so that's that that's is good, yeah. Yeah. I've, that, can, I've, that can be botched. Yes. Yeah, I, I've played some games...
0: In fact, truthfully, I'm not real happy with speaking of this. The hand management of Slay the Spire on the iPad feels a bit wonky. Like, there are, there's been multiple times where I've accidentally played a card that I did not intend to play. Um, and that has been, that has been a little frustrating. The the hand management, um, I don't know. I mean, truthfully, it's, I think it's something they'll fix probably given one or two patches. Right. Um, Yeah. But, you know, it is not implemented the way I would have. Uh, like it to, um, so and, and in my memory at least, I don't remember, I don't recall Eternal having any of those problems. And clearly, yeah. you know, Hearthstone is kind of the um, benchmark for how the basic UI should work, and I think it does a good job of that. So, um, you know, it, it isn't just a given that those sorts of implementations, especially on iPad or iPhone or you know yeah, your, I mean, a- yeah. your Android devices, it's not always smooth. I mean, truthfully, the, um, what was the game? Champions, Warhammer Champions. Yes, yeah, yeah. The UI on that was always like a bit.
2: Well, or the the recent games, James Garfield game, were released only on computer at launch and not on iPads, so or, or Apple devices, so you know, etc. Yeah. All yeah. right, let's let's dive in. So first, we have design. Um, I to me it it. It really feels like they took a lot of things that drive me crazy with Magic and fixed it. It is funny that I I thought that um, I thought that I wouldn't like this game because you you still draw resource cards, um, but it turns out that just the change on the the influence was enough to for me to um, like that. I, I maybe might still. Uh, prefer kind of the, the Hearthstone mechanic of, of one mana a turn, but, um, I don't know. I, I got into a, uh, like Tony got into a deep philosophical discussion with me one time about why, mm-hmm. yeah. um, it was important for game balance for, for that to be the case. Uh, so, you know, I don't know, whatever. Um, but it, it is a well, well designed game and it is fun.
1: Well, the certainly. art is gorgeous, too, for the record. I, I think
2: you got to give some
1: props on yes. design for that.
0: So I, I think that there are certainly different approaches to the ways that you can do resources. Um, I, honestly, I'm not a huge fan of either. I've played other games that kind of um, do away with some of these things, and I, I prefer those, truthfully. Um, I'm not a big fan of the way that one per turn happens in... in um, uh, Hearthstone, Hearthstone, because the mana screw changes from being um, I need to draw mana this turn or I have too many to I need to draw the I need the to draw appropriately the appropriately
1: costed card. Correct. Yeah, my my yeah. curve
2: has to be right. right? Yeah,
0: I, and, and that's okay. I guess you know that that's fine too. But you know, I you would think that you would never be quote unquote mana screwed in a game where you gain one mana every single turn but right, it does yeah. it does feel like sometimes the only you know you're you've picked the perfect opening hand but every card you draw after that is a you know too expensive card or or it's a worthless right. card because it's too cheap what late game or, you know there's still some aspect of that that happens and, and you know eternal doesn't avoid that it it does it just like the others do so i'm not saying that, that that's necessarily a negative i just think that it's a different way to approach card games i will say that, that all of the things felt familiar to me all the mechanics when it last when i played it mm-hmm. you know again it's been a long time but it felt like you know while the names may or may not be different um there they i could say oh well that is you know a uh, taunt from um Magic, right, you know, right, or whatever you you could figure out what it was um, pretty quickly and and correlate the names.
2: Um, Josh, I'm I'm curious where where your design is gonna or score on this is gonna come in. Honestly,
1: I feel like I have to give it. I feel like I have to give it a five. It's just like I would rank it lower because I bounced off of it, right? Which is just me. But I'm I'm gonna pull it up to average because I do think the art's really cool and. And honestly, I, I'm, I've been thinking about this the whole time we've been talking about it, but I think this is a curmudgeon confession. Part of why I bounced off uh. of it is I was going to have to learn new words and what they meant. <laughs> 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 oh my
2: heavens, Josh. I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would excoriate you, but that's basically, uh, my experience with board games. So. <laughs> uh, okay. So there. I, you I. Can I th- understand.
0: I thinly veiled it, but my my opinion was the same when I played it. It was it was a little bit of a uh, why can't we just use you know a universal playbook of card na- of, sure, of yeah. card words you know charge means the same in one game as it means in another and taunt means the same and like why do we have to be you know why do we have to be different why can't we all have the same and I, so I can pick up this new card game and learn it because the keywords are all the
1: same. <laughs> Welcome to the curmudgeon revolution, Trevor. Yes. <laughs>
2: Um, I'm gonna give design an eight, I think. Um, I could see if I really dove into the game uh, it potentially going higher. Um for time management, I think the length of the game is is really solid. It's', it's basically the um, the length that you want for this type of game. Um, I'll probably go a nine on this game.
0: I hope it's shorter than than hearthstone, except for, in some cases, but the average game of Hearthstone right now feels like it takes 25, 30 minutes. It feels like it oh takes yeah, two
2: no, that's that's all. well, granted, I'm not doing competitive, I haven't done as much competitive play, but it's hey, more. You just got
1: to play some Demon Hunter, Trevor. I haven't played. The games played are it. either
2: over or
1: they're you you either won or you lose. You lost. win or lose fast. Right. Yeah,
0: I mean that certainly if you want to play quick games of Hearthstone, there are decks that are like that. Um, I'm one of those players who never, like, even if I'm playing a deck that is lost on turn three in theory, but has not actually lost, I, I don't ever, I don't, I don't, ever, concede. I don't, oh, don't, I don't like
1: to concede.
0: Right. Like to concede. Right. And so I've, I, yeah, so I was, if you
1: play a control deck at all, then yeah, you're, you're in it for an entire episode of whatever show it is that you're not paying attention to. Oh, attack on Titan.
0: Correct. Um, <laughs> I've, I've played Hearthstone games that feel like they went on 40, 40 minutes. You know what I mean, and yeah. and and uh, uh, truthfully, maybe I should be a little bit better about playing, making sure that I'm playing the fast decks because that's maybe the type of game I want. But I actually like decking somebody out in Hearthstone, <laughs> yes. so. Uh, but it always feels like it takes longer than I thought.
2: Confessions of a Monster. Yeah. Yes,
1: it's true. Where's the meme of the dog? Uh, smothering Trevor with his pillow. Yeah. Oh no, no 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 no, Josh, don't lie to me because I know you like that feeling. Oh, I love it too. I'm a monster too. I
2: would I would guess the average time is probably five to ten minutes for a game.
0: Wow. Okay. That's that's really quick. So I. I, I and mean, that's not, basically
2: that's basically Magic Link. Uh,
0: is it? I haven't played yeah, Magic in a while. That that feels too short to me for Magic, but.
2: Okay. Well, so that's for a normal player that's probably it for your probably deviation on eternal would probably be 10 to 15 minutes.
0: Okay. Well, I think that that's pretty good. I, I'm not going to give it a grade since I really don't remember it that well, but, um, I think that being able to sit down and play a quick game like that, that's kind of the sweet spot. I agree. Uh,
2: repeatability. I'm going to give it a nine. Um, I could easily if, see if you dived into this, that it could, it could hit a 10.
0: So, Josh, for you and I, obviously, for whatever reason, it didn't resonate.
2: Yes, yeah, it's, it's probably more like a three or four.
1: <laughs> uh, that. For, oh, for repeatability? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm like sort of curious to go back through and like, I wish there was just like a quick start, like skip all the story stuff and just let me play a game. But yeah, I, I, I would be, li- curious to see I would be lying. Yeah, like I, I feel like I should give it another chance to see if it's repeatable or not. The truth I, is, like, I, I don't you're know why. you pretty Hearthstone. That's my problem. Like, I'm just like, um, eh, but I like Hearthstone. So, and I, I'm like, there's probably something wrong with me, but it's just, it's doing the trick for me, you know? There's nothing I, wrong with that. I think it's <laughs> that- really... You really I really only
2: have time for one of these games. That, that is games. true. Yeah, you're
1: gonna play it with any kind of
2: series, unless you're Tony Riccio. But whatever. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, I would say that
0: I'm like Josh in that I probably played. I kept playing through tutorials, and it just felt like there were. And I, I don't want to come to call them tutorials. The AI campaign. How's that? True. I yeah. was playing through yeah, the yeah. campaign, and it just felt like it felt like it would just kept going and going and going. And, and I was ready for the now you can play um and i guess maybe that never happened or I never got through with it and i i'm i'm gonna blame schooling on why i stopped. and I, i'm like josh i think there's a good chance that i would that when we're done here i'll go grab my ipad and start swiping through the pages to see if i if i the app is still there because there's a strong chance <laughs> strong chance that on one of them it is so
2: um okay so for fun um i i i do think that this is a fun game obviously um uh, I'll, I'll add in, I guess, in here about the artwork. It's it is quite nice. Um, I'll also add in the the setting seems interesting. One, uh, so I'll say one perk and one negative with it. Um, the perk is that um, I don't have to listen to any effing dwarfs with <laughs> Scottish <laughs> accents you're in this game. A, such, this is your curmudgeon confession right here. No, this is not a curmudgeon. <laughs> <laughs> like, that drives me insane when I have to listen to that on Hearthstone. Insane. Uh, I mean I have
1: I, to sound instantly
0: turned down, but yeah, yes, I, I have not I, listened to a card being played in Hearthstone in years. I've it's muted all the time.
2: Sure, yeah. Um but maybe that the, the one thing that is kind of strange about it is that, you know, the there's like swords and shields and monsters, but there's also people with Guns and yeah,
1: it feels a little steampunky.
2: Yeah, it's that, that part's a little bit weird.
0: I will admit that I look at it and it feels, looks, and feels very Magic, Hearthstone, samey, samey to me. Mm. And I, that is something that does not excite me. I would love to see more card something games, completely different. Yeah, delve into other genres.
2: Sure. Um. So fun. I'm gonna go ahead and give a, an eight. Um, I, I assume no, no comments on this one from you, Josh. Or I feel do bad like the giving the
1: number. I mean, clearly it was like a, it was like a three or four from right? Yeah, like, that's fine. Yeah. All right.
2: Uh, overall, um, it'll, I think it'll get an eight from me, on on this as well.
1: So I just want
0: to say that I think that if I were to go back now, I'm, I have the same cost loss fallacy problem that with Hearthstone. Yep. Uh-huh. That I'm like, if I stop now and then I have to come back, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to catch up and I don't want to do that. But truth the worst like, part I
1: don't, for me is I made legendary in Hearthstone last month and now I'm like, oh, I could do that again, right? And I should really just walk away. I should yeah, drop the mic, and be like, done it. I have I have <laughs> achieved the pinnacle of my career. We're done.
0: <laughs> I I mean I I got to. Like copper five or whatever is the the the, the <laughs> minimum minimum you need to get to in order to get your your card back.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: I, you know, I don't even. The funny thing is, I don't even really enjoy Hearthstone. Um, anymore, but I still play it. Um, uh, maybe it's time to make a change.
2: I encourage you to do so. Uh, so on the audience, um, I would say my the two main uh selling points I would have with it are a it being a little bit more affordable version of the style of game and be having maybe a little bit more depth or customizability in the game are, uh, I would say, are, are the two main selling points on this one versus some of the other options out there.
0: Um, are any of the cards uh, questionable in their art style or what they depict?
2: I mean, No, I don't think so.
0: Okay. It's funny, my youngest uh, loves card games even though he refuses to read what's actually on the card. He, he loves to play Hearthstone, but he just like, you know, the ones that would, he'll look at the shiny cards, the one he likes, the picture of the best, and he can't read, he just refuses to. So, you know, maybe this is what I need to, you know, maybe throw him towards uh, for his next thing that he jumps on. But it always cracks me up that he just refuses to read the cards, do what they do.
1: Yeah, honestly, all the art seems pretty, quote unquote, family friendly. Okay.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm the wrong person to ask, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no or n- go or no go. Uh, it obviously gets a go for me. Uh, I
1: feel like my answer on this is should go, but, but it's, it's just, it's, it's no go. It's currently a no go. Oh, well, that's fair.
2: <laughs> and Trevor?
0: Um. I think it's probably a no-go for me as well, mostly because, and it's funny because Hearthstone's probably a no-go for me as well, even though I play it almost daily. (laughs) Um, I just, I don't like the way the mechanics, card mechanics, they feel too... I mean, truthfully, both these games are like, yeah, we hate the way Magic handles resources, we're going to change it, but in the end it feels not different enough.
2: Mm. Okay, well, thank you everyone for listening and... Uh, hope you're having a wonderful day.